You're listening to Pole Parlor, a fun, inspiring podcast for all those bewitched by pole dance. Each week, your Madam Crimson Minx has candid conversation with unique, engaging individuals from within and around the pole dance community. Pole Parlor is passionate about preaching creativity, soulful sensuality, and empowerment through pole dance. You know how we do. Welcome everyone to Pole Parlor. This is episode 23, Vertical Joe. I'm your host, Crimson Minx. On this episode, we have Tour with Joe, a.k.a. Firestarter, a.k.a. Boss Babe of Vertical Joes. Joe is a pole champion, performer, choreographer, official twerk technician, and founder of the world-famous Vertical Joes Pole Studio in Atlanta, Georgia. On this episode, we talk about how Joe unintentionally fell into pole almost 10 years ago while working as a fitness instructor, her glamorous life of touring with hip-hop artists and hosting television stars at her studio, her love of the Atlanta booty clap, a.k.a. twerking, and how she's just getting started with her overall vision for her Vertical Joe's empire. And don't forget to check out Joe's post-podcast interview on the blog at poleparlor.com where she shares her favorite photos, music, video, and more. And if you're enjoying these episodes, I would truly be humbled if you took the time to leave a rating or review on iTunes or subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you so, so much. And now, get ready to have some fun with Vertical Joe. My anaconda don't, my anaconda don't, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Boy, toy named Troy used to live in Detroit. Welcome, Vertical Joe, to the Pole Parlor Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing just excellent. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm super excited to talk with you. Oh, well, I'm super excited to talk with you, so the feeling is mutual. Pow. <laughs> Let's jump on in. For how long have you been polling, and how did you first discover pole dance? Um, I have been polling. The exact year is still kind of a little uh, blurry, but uh, we know it was somewhere in 2006. And um, I actually was, uh, I will say, sort of discovered. I was um, teaching cardio striptease at Bally Total Fitness. And um, apparently for me teaching a striptease class, a rumor got started around the gym that I was a stripper. Um, so, Which you were not? Which I was not. Okay. I was not. I've, I have not worked as an exotic entertainer despite these twerk skills, okay? But the the ladies at the gym ended up uh, coming to me. It was four ladies, housewives. They were trying to figure out why, you know, the strip club was so exciting for their husbands. So they had a pole and they wanted me to teach them how to dance on it. And, you know, I turned them away. I was like, I don't know how to pole dance. And they was like, but we heard you was a stripper. And I'm like, but I'm not a stripper. So anyway, they wouldn't leave me alone. And then they started, you know, offering to pay me. And for me... You know, teaching aerobics, you're really not making that much money. So I was like, let me let me see what I can do with that pole, you know. And I, you know, just off top, being athletic, I was able to climb and flip upside down. You know, I, I could dance already. So, you know, I bust open this little routine on them. And they were just looking like, we can't do that. So that's how I got started, me trying to teach them the routine that I did. How did you get inspired? You just came up with, with you didn't like go check out clubs or were you like YouTubing? You were just like, I'll figure, I'll do something cool. Absolutely not. I, before them, I had no interest in pole dance. I never even looked it up. I had no pole friends or anything. I literally um, put up the pole and was just kind of like, well, what, what can I do with it? You know, I feel like people who have like a dance background sometimes have like a knack for, you know, dancing around props or whatever, but it just seemed natural to me. You see a pole, you don't have to see someone climb it to want to climb it, or you don't have to see someone flip upside down to want to flip on it. So that was really all I did was climb, flip, and um, I did like a split, but the split wasn't even like a drop split. It was like a floor split, and they just wanted to learn how to do it. So once I started Teaching them is when I got really curious about it. And um, I started, uh, you know, YouTubing people. And I had this horrible, horrible um, dial-up. It was like by like people. It was called people something. It was a little man with a little head, a little stick figure. And the little feet kind of looked like a knockoff of the AOL. So I had horrible internet. Um, But on MySpace, I made friends with a, a lady named Tess Taylor, 
um, who's like super, super dope uh, pole dancer uh, based out of the UK. Um, I made friends with um, then Allure something, something, which is now Nicole the Pole. I made friends with her on uh, on YouTube and I made friends with Red Key 71, which is Carol Hems yes, now. Yes, we had her and, on a couple weeks ago. Yep, yep. And um, a young lady named T- Tara Karina, who mm-hmm. she was very, very popular um, on YouTube. But up until then, I had no YouTube friends. I had no YouTube. Um, I don't think I really had any. I didn't have any YouTube videos. My first set of YouTube videos was was poll videos. So that's kind of uh, where it started. Wow. So you really had more of like a fitness background. Did you have a dance background of any sort or? Yep. Yep. Dance background. Um, I went to a performing arts high school, trained in uh, ballet, tap and jazz. Hip hop was still very much emerging. um, So we did more like modern dance. Um, My discipline in school was African dance. My family's West African. Um, So that's, you know, pretty much I end up in fitness because at the time, at, at the time when I was in my early 20s, you know, hip hop was kind of like doing like trying to figure out some different things and like just getting accepted and different things like that. So a lot of my friends are like moving to like New York and, you know, living in one room and eating popcorn for dinner and stuff. And I was like not really with that. And then, you know, also being, you know, a, a darker woman and with the shape that I have, um, this look wasn't what was like getting booked. You know, it was a lot of, you know, slimmer, slimmer fit women, wow. you know, like, yeah, more more model model structure. So it was like, okay, I can go to New York, try to get books, starve, you know, or I can, you know, use my dance talents for fitness. Really, really, the majority of the classes that I taught was dance fitness. Like they used to call me Hip Hop Joe because I taught all the hip hop classes at the gym. So um, those two things are, you know, kind of what you know came together. Uh, when I met Pole, it was just another form of fitness it was another apparatus it was just I thought it was gonna like come and go just like I I taught all kinds of fitness so I just thought it was gonna come and go and I was like let me just do this thing and it has just become just a full-on uh thing just I mean it's such a a wonderful wonderful uh form of dance and I'm just happy to you know really be a part of you know just watching it transition and grow yeah, and being kind of a founder in the movement. I I'm I'm hearing this, you know, <laughs> I didn't I didn't really Well, in our one of our first episodes was with Anne Marie Davies, who obviously, you know, yes, she's the founder yes. of um UPA yes. and she definitely she cites you as one of the first uh voices in the community, one of the first people to have a studio in the United States. So mm-hmm. It's true. And so I forgot to say, but you're in Atlanta. You've always been in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. I've always been in Atlanta. Um, Always felt like an Atlanta ambassador. You know, I felt like I felt like the South was very invisible um, to the pole community. I would never really see anyone, you know, from the South. Um, I remember you know, way back, I would always go to LA to see everything, to see, you know, the shows, the competitions. And I was just like, damn, they don't like us. Or, you know, I go to New York and all the New York competitors were either from New York or they were from LA. And I was just like, you know, we have, you know, no representation. So I just, I felt, I felt like it was important to say, hey, you know, the South is here and, you know, we have style too, and we have something to offer. So as soon as we you know, got the opportunity to try to go on a stage somewhere. We tried to really make sure that they knew, you know, who we were. <laughs> yeah, show up. Mm-hmm. So you started Vertical Joe's Pole Studio. What yes. year was that? When did that happen? You know, Vertical Joe's was actually established in 2009, which was uh, a bit f- far after um, our emergence into the pole community. Um, we, we started, I feel like we, we emerged kind of more like, um, maybe like 08, um, late 07 kind of thing. Um, what, what really happened with Vertical Joe's is I never wanted a studio. I the Vertical Joe's was never in my head. Um, I, after the whole ballet thing, right. 
I ended up uh, teaching pole at different places. Like I just went crazy. Like, oh, you want a pole? You want a pole? You want a pole program? I can make you a pole program. So I was teaching at like 10 different places, right? And um, I performed at this event. It was a guy here who uh, sang this song called Work That Pole. It sounded like, shawty working that pole, pole, pole. You know she got soul, soul, soul. I like it when you drop it down low. Little shawty know she working that pole. Hey, that song was a jam, okay? It was a shit, okay? So um, he ended up trying to find a pole dancer to perform with him. And I ended up being her. So we're going all over Atlanta performing to this song. So... I was at this showcase performing with him and a young lady who actually I had went to high school with. Um, she hadn't seen me in a long time and she was like, oh, snap, I know her. And at the time she was gearing up to tour with Lil Wayne and they were looking for a pole dancer for his tour. Um, so I ended up getting put on to the tour. I was supposed to do like one show. Yeah. They liked it and they ended up just keeping me on the road. Um, and then later they were kind of short a backup dancer and Wayne wanted twerk <laughs> and nobody else was really twerking and I kind of twerked and then they put me in back that ass up. So I ended up in the backup dance routines and the pole dance routine. So basically I had to go on the road, which meant that I had to create a team of instructors to teach all the places that I was teaching at. So I started off with a crew to begin with. Um, but when I got back from the tour, the studios were acting crazy and were trying to make me be exclusive to one studio. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was like, how are you going to make me be exclusive to your studio? I, I made you. I made you. You didn't even know nothing about pole. You didn't have a pole. You didn't know anything about a pole. You had no pole students. You know, the pole students came because we bought you this pole program. And now they, they were acting crazy. So I was forced to start Vertical Joe's. And when I started Vertical Joe's, all the instructors were like, we're not going to stay with them. We're going we're gonna to come work with you. So that's how Vertical Joe's formed. Oh, wow. What a story. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I love because you have on your website that your mission is to turn everyday women into polaholics. Absolutely. And it sounds Absolutely. like that's where that came from. It was like, we're not starting the studio because we want to create like a- athletes or we want to create mm-hmm. like, you know, you want it to have your own practice space or something like that. It just came from like, well, all these women keep coming to me. So what yeah, the hell am I going to do with them? Let's make it happen. Absolutely. And and that's that's what's happened. That's where the, the name Firestarter came from, because um, for a long time, they were still calling me Hip Hop Joe. And they were like, man, this has got to go. You can't be teaching pole and your name is Hip Hop Joe. <laughs> and I, I didn't have another name. And we ended up having a little contest like you know name me contest and it was so funny because it was a lot of names that had a lot of interesting reasons behind the name but yeah one of the young ladies said you know I want I think your name should be Firestarter and she was like you know when I first came to a pole class I was not interested you know I came with a friend I thought it was going to be whack this this and this and she was like not now I'm addicted to pole and you know so many women have experienced the same thing with you and then she was like and you fire hot you know on the pole and at the time like my signature move actually it's actually still my signature but signature move of like you know going down the pole like leg switching really fast you know she was talking about when she first tried to do it how her legs were on fire you know so she had all of these reasons so after a while I just started to embrace it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be Firestarter. And then next thing you know, I'm painting flames on my ankles and dyeing my hair red. It was just crazy, you know? So, yeah, that's that's what happened with, with that. So It fits. <laughs> Thank you, bud. Yeah. Are you still in the same location? Um, no, actually, I'm still in Midtown Atlanta, but I'm in a, I'm in a different location right now. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. It's, a little bit. Yeah, we've we've grown, we've we've moved, and then just being a studio owner is so many different variables and things that just happen. You end up moving. You might not want to move, but then once you get to where you are, you're like, you know what? This was the best thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, but we're still in Midtown Atlanta. I can't see being anywhere else. You have to be in the heart of the city. You got to be able to say that, you know, the airport is, you know, 10 minutes that way and Magic City is five minutes that way. And, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You got to be yeah. in the middle of everything. Yeah. So that's about Midtown. So I, I, I can't imagine being anywhere else. 
Yeah. What's your, so what's it like being a studio owner? Cause I think a lot of us maybe have misconceptions about, you know, that what goes into it. And I think, you know, me just having followed you for a long time, mm-hmm. um, just online, not in life, not being creepy <laughs> or anything, but <laughs> I like noticed how you have a lot of, um, you know, bachelorette parties and pole parties mm-hmm. and things like that. That's like a huge yeah. part of your business model. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. you do like certifications and you've done things like this. So you've really grown just beyond like, oh, we just have a class schedule. Right. I mean, I have in the studios, it's, it's really amazing, um, but it's, it's easy to like start, but it's hard to like maintain. Um, so I feel like you, you have to pay attention to what's going on and be willing to adjust. Um, but then you also have to put yourself into a position that if you say that something is hot, that people believe it's hot and you show them why it's hot. And I feel like that's kind of how you stay up on things with me never wanting a studio or anything. I didn't know what I was doing um, when I got one. I, I had no no business plan. I had no vision board. I had no affirmations, you know, or anything, <laughs> anything along those lines. It was just like, you know, these bitches tripping. They don't want to let me teach. I'm going to do my own thing. But, you know, once once the ball started, you know, rolling, I had a lot of natural, like, hustle, you know, about myself. But it got to a point where... I was like, oh, I need to like read a business book or take a class or figure out how to manage these accounts or something, you know. So I feel very happy to have, you know, been been able to keep my head above water, you know, long enough to realize, you know, the adjustments that I needed to make to have a studio and maintain a studio. Um, I have had multiple locations. Um, I've had everything happened to, you know, being locked out, you know, of a studio, locks change, crazy landlord. I've had landlords uh, be bought out, having 60 days to move, wanting to give up on having a studio altogether. And, you know, the students and instructors are like, no, we can do this. Um, We've had pre-established studios. We've built studios from scratch. And, um, you know, reaching out and starting to talk with other, you know, studio owners and kind of put our heads together. Like I remember talking to like Kira from Body and Pole. I talked to Fanya. You know, we we started before they, you know, started to launch like the official, you know, studio like symposium, you know, kind of things. We were, you know, talking, you know, amongst each other, like, well, well what are you doing or what's working for you? And I feel like that, that really helps because a lot of times people don't, make the adjustment until it's too late, you know, and they're not really paying attention about what's going on. And then, then sometimes people just take one class, girl, and they're like, I want to open a studio because, you know, they, I don't know, they they got a tax return, you know, or they sitting on some cash or their boyfriend sitting on some cash and they just open up a studio and it's like, you don't know but three different kinds of firemen, you don't have no following, you just open up a studio, you know, and, and it looks crazy because then when it, when people go and they experience it, if they get the wrong experience and they don't want to pole dance, you know, anymore, they think that everything is the same. So yeah, being, being a studio owner is, it's work. But at the end of the day, I feel like the, um, the return is, you know, something way more amazing than money. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're really, you're providing like a place for people to come and express themselves and, you know, feel good and, you know, run away from, you know, their problems. And it's just, our studio is such like a sisterhood mm-hmm. that I, I really can't imagine not being able to have that place for, you know, women to go. Yeah, no, it's true. You, you create like a sanctuary for people. And, yeah. you know, it's the financial parts that give you a lot of credit. Do you get, do you pull in a lot of people from like having like the poll parties and things like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at, at one point, well, so so here's the thing: different different places, depending on where you are, parties may not necessarily be their thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at at some point, like we just re- no, I know what it was. Um, you know, we've done uh, quite a bit of like reality TV, mm-hmm. you know, shows or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So people started to contact us from different places and were just like, when I come to Atlanta, I want to come there. And at the time, we really 
really didn't have that many like party packages. Um, then when we started doing uh, like the like the conventions and stuff like that, now we had even more people that were like, well, when I come to Atlanta, I want to visit. And we really didn't have anything laid out. So after, you know, the first few groups of people that came out for, we were like, we're tripping. Like, you can't make this kind of money in a, in a week off of classes. You know what I mean? Whereas you can have one day of parties gone, just girls gone wild parties. <laughs> And you can, you know, pay the studio bills in a weekend. I was like, as soon as, soon as I realized that, we had like 12 different packages, <laughs> five different promos. And then like um, our instructors now, like the top of the food chain with the instructors is being a party specialist because that's not a privilege that everybody, everybody's not designed to teach parties, you know, yes. so it's, it's specific training we do. Um, you have to be very prompt. You have to be able to map with different personalities. You got to be able to deal with the nice girls, the bitches, the prissy girls, the girls who come in that think they can damn pole better than you. You can't teach them nothing. <laughs> the crazy ladies, the church ladies, you have to be able to deal with everybody. So we have our, like our special pole, pole specialist and, we just tried to make ourselves as as visible as possible and as easily reached as possible. But parties is parties is where it's at. Like, you know, cl- classes are great, but um, and, and you have to have your home team. But those people who travel in town, especially let it be a bachelorette party or something. They trying to spend all of their life savings to make sure their best friend is good. <laughs> And we we gonna take it all. We gonna train her on everything she need to know. She gonna get married, get pregnant. We've done our job, you know. So, yeah, I, parties. Yeah, I know so many people who have discovered pole through parties. Just like I don't know, it wasn't my decision, but someone decided that they were gonna have a bachelorette party at a pole studio, and then I was Absolutely. like, wait, this is it's fun, fun as hell. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do this. So, um. That's awesome. And your visibility really helps people like contact you for that reason. Because I wanted to talk about you have been on a lot of television shows. You've been on Braxton Family Values and Real Housewives of Atlanta. How did that? Is it just through word of mouth? Like how you got in a little Wayne? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Is it all just kind of like connections like that for you? Or are you specifically reaching out to people and be like, hey, I got a studio you know, like now, now I've been more like, you know what, maybe we should get a publicist and maybe we should do this and maybe we should do that. But before then, I really didn't know anything about that. All, um, all really word of mouth, all from being like, um, go to, you know, the go to person like, oh, well, you know, the, you know, the, there's a teacher, she's really good. She's been teaching for a long time or, oh, I, I know the baddest pole teacher or it's a girl who did this and did that. Um, and then a lot of times, sometimes people just want to work with who they've seen, you know, just in general, it's, it's like, oh, okay, well, they were on TV. I want to go there, you know, so a, a lot of that has a lot to do with it. But um, the Real Housewives, um, I did not know, but they're, the person who was doing the PR um, for actually Sheree and um, one of the other girls at the time, she was um, a student and she was scouting for a poll teacher. And she came to my class and she was like, she loved it. And she was like, we, we want you to come out and teach pole at this event. And it was like, oh, okay. I had no idea it was, you know, the housewives. I had no idea really any of it. That was my first time doing, um, a pole for TV. And it was one of the, I don't really remember many pole episodes before that, but I know that after that, it's like every reality show, you have mm-hmm. to have a whole episode. It's just, it just has to happen. Um, so that was really, really crazy. And people, people tend to like always, you know, remember, like I've, it's been, you know, years and I was still bumping to people. Like a lady came to the studio like last week and she actually is friends with uh, Lisa Wu, who was one of the young ladies who was there, but she's on like, um, she's on another show now. I feel like it's R&B X's or um, one of those shows. Um, I haven't seen it yet because it's new, but she's actually friends with her and I'm, I'm teaching class and she was like, well, you know, were you on the, 
were you at the house, real house? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I knew I knew that wiggle. I knew the wiggle because we were doing the, 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 the same booty move that we were teaching at the time. She she remembered. So um, that was that. The Braxton's, we actually, the Braxton's was an accident, okay, um, which was totally funny. Uh, one of the ladies who was booking the party, her, she's best friends with one of the Braxton's and their birthdays are basically around the same time. So she was celebrating her birthday. So she, she decided to bring them along, but it was a surprise and we didn't know. Um, so of course, you know, right before the, the, um, the class we're doing confirmations so we call back what was on the confirmation we're like oh yeah you have your party scheduled for today blah blah and the girl was like what party you know and we were like you're on our schedule yada 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 so it was very strange because one they didn't know um well they did it, it was just it was a catastrophe we almost didn't have it at all because it was so much confusion uh but they got there we had a great time and they ended up coming back off camera because ah. they yeah, they were like, we couldn't have fun the way we wanted to have fun. Especially, you know, with the cameras there, you can't yes. have like music, you know, because you're not licensed for you're it and filming. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they came back and we had a ball. It was amazing. Cool. But yeah, we've done we've had like um like love and hip hop. Um we've had um we just recently shot with Married to Medicine. Um We've had uh, cutting it in ATL. We've had mother funders. Um, it's it's been like a lot of great things. Probably, probably average about two um, shows like a year, which usually it ends up airing. Might, one might air in the summer and one might air in the fall. But that's kind of been like the goal now. Like, hey, what what show we need, we need to get on? Because when you do it, you don't have to advertise. Yes. Like it advertises for you and then there are always reruns and repeats and it's nationwide it's it's really great and the artists are usually you know very nice and very friendly um we just did something with playboy tv too you know I've it's heard good just, things about them yeah yeah so it's it's been really awesome i'm very grateful um for that but you know when they call us about doing something for tv it's like where let's get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good for you because that's free promotion, free advertising, mm -hmm. and it's good for the pole community because you're Absolutely. getting the word out there. And when, you know, you get the word out there, that's only going to get, you know, Absolutely. grow the, the business more, as a whole. Yes, yes. You will the, reap the benefits. Exactly. The more they see us, uh, the more they understand that, hey, you know, this is a real sport. This is a real thing. We're not going anywhere. And it doesn't matter who does it? It's a, it's a good look for everybody. Like when I look on TV and see that, you know, someone is fe featured here and someone's doing here, I'm like, hell yeah, because someone here saw it and they're going to look up pole dancing in Atlanta because now they want to be a part of it. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. And you also have, um, we touched on it a bit earlier, like that twerking. Mm -hmm. Obviously, anyone who knows you, twerking is like a yeah, huge component yeah. Yeah, of what you Absolutely. do. And so, and then you have 99 ways to twerk. 99 ways to twerk, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so um, the twerk, the twerk situation. Yes. Uh, well, when we, when we first did um, pole convention the very first year, we did a pole dance routine and we were doing a lot of like twerking on the pole. So, you know, when we got done performing, we received a lot of love. We got like a standing ovation and we were like, oh, snap, because we almost changed our routine because we were concerned about not being, you know, accepted. We kind of wanted to look like everybody else, but we just went on and decided to be ourselves and Good. it was well received. So people are literally they're coming up and they were like, how, how were you doing that? How are you doing that? And we were like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's a bow and arrow or it's a, you know, it's Aisha. And they're like, no, 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 that. It was like that. And it was like, and at the time we call it like ATL booty clap. So Jessalyn, you know, so basically they're trying to teach them how to twerk, basically. And Jessalyn came to us um, after and she was like, next year, y'all got to come teach. And we were like, okay, all right, well, well what we teaching? And she was like, whatever that's called, we need you to teach it. So we were like, okay. So we came with. A, you know, ATL booty clap. Um, I went I went undercover to a script club because it needed more moves. See, I just basically had like wiggle, wine, salt shakers, throwbacks. You know, I had like my generic 
moves. So I need some more moves. So I was bartending at the strip club called Pinups, and you know I'm just watching the ass. And now I'm like, oh okay, how's it going from side to side? Oh okay, she's got a little cheek. Oh okay, she got an isolation. So I literally am like taking notes, building up this foundation of moves because I was like, we gotta have more to offer than just these moves. So next year we went to uh, West Palm Beach to um, to teach them. You know, we see like this long line of people and. We're walking up and we're like, damn, where are all these people going, you know? And we get to the front of the line and it says, uh, we, you know, we are newly Vertical Joe, so nobody knew what Vertical Joe's. It said ATL Booty Girls. That was our name. <laughs> ATL Booty Clap was the class. And we were like, oh my God. So it was literally like 107 women in, in our first class. And we didn't really know, you know, what to do. We end up, people who are instructors now, were students then they end up helping us teach that class because we had such a large group yeah we had to spread people out and that way they can see the the booty you know walk around help them out kind of thing so that was like our first thing and we didn't know that we were the first to bring like this style um to the pole community because you know being from atlanta or even just being african though the the music is different and you know the, the standards of the move is different it's still very, you know, similar movements. So um, we had been teaching ATL Booty Clap for quite some time. And um, I ended up going to teach at the North American Pole, Cha- Pole Dance Championships. And we were right around the time we had just said, this is probably going to be our last, you know, time teaching Booty Clap. Well, wait, well, we should do something different, teach something different. Because we had been teaching it since like 2007. We were like, people have got to be tired of this. So... <laughs> Um, I performed it um, in Chicago, had a great routine. That same weekend, Miley Cyrus twerked. Okay? I remember that. Listen, my, my emails, <laughs> my, I mean, everything. And the video, because of that, the, my video from North American Pole Dance Championship, they dropped that like as one of the first videos. Hashtag and it was, twerk. <laughs> absolutely. They were like, she was twerking. And I was like, okay, so... Uh, we had a meeting that week and we was like, yo, okay, we need to change the name to twerk because twerk is clearly going to be worldwide because Miley did it. And it's not a new word to us, but it's going to be new for, for now. And then um, we had a, a meeting with all of the instructors that were trained in ATL booty clap. And we started to expand on moves. So we went from maybe like you know, 25, 30 moves. But once we put the different backgrounds together, like, you know, one being from Louisiana, one being from Hawaii, me being African, we realized we had so many more options and offerings. And that's where I launched 99 Ways to Twerk. Yeah. That's so cool. Now, what is it though? Like how can people, do you have to go take a class in it or can, is it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's everything. It's um it's a DVD. Cool. Um, so the DVD we actually have volume one right now. Um, volume one has numbers ninety nine through forty nine because for you to do the rest of it, you need to have that down first. And I'm telling you, people, the the basics, the basics be off. I'm telling you, they be off. We gotta fix them basics, and then <laughs> then we can dag on. You know, just like with pole. That's what I'm saying. They want to just hop into the crazy stuff and then the basics are looking crazy. So we ended up, um, you know, creating this DVD. Um, People can take it as a workshop, um, as a class. Um, It's really popular for when we do conventions, but um, we are with Poles on Tour. So they tend to book us and send us out. um, And we have a crew of twerk technicians. So (laughs) the twerk technicians are the ones that come out and teach like because I'm only one person you know I can only do so much so I make sure that the ladies are trained and awesome and excellent that way if you you don't care what twerk technician you get she knows what she's doing we all got the same skill set um and you know it's just different delivery depending on the person so more recently you know we we found that it's a lot of people teaching twerk you know um that are looking for more material Mm-hmm. Or it's people teaching twerk that, you know, want to be able to twerk better. Um, so we launched our twerk technician training, you know. Uh, you know, this isn't my first round of, you know, instructor's training. I already had the ATL booty clap training. So we enhanced it. And when I tell you it is, it, it still kind of cracks me up. Like, it's all like these different kind of booty types in there. Um, it's like twerk history, uh, foundations of twerk. 
Um, it has a full on anatomy guide of like proper squat stance and how, you know, hyperextension and flexion. And uh, it, it's, it's full out twerk science, you know, like I, I really tried to get, go all in, you know, so it's really awesome. We actually did our a first official launch of the twerk technician training in London, uh, like a week and a half ago. And it was so well received and, uh, the girls did an awesome job. So we're actually currently organizing that whole tour because I just feel like we've been teaching for years. It's time, it's time for other people, you know, to, to start teaching it and just spread it around. Because I mean, uh, again, a twerk similar to pole, you would think it was just like come and go, but People still twerking mm-hmm. and we're still teaching it. And I just really want people to see that it it's really a workout and it's really an awesome style of dance. And, you know, sure, it's sexy, but we have plenty of styles of dance that's sexy. So I, I, I think it can go pretty far. Yeah, well, I'll, get, I'll give a little teaser that we have a Turk twerk. A twerk technician, <laughs> <laughs> a twerk technician on the podcast next week. So we'll, be, yes. So um, people can look forward to that. But it is like, hey, I twerk class is one of my favorite, and I know I don't look like a, a twerker, and I'm not hey. specifically good at it. But I love that it's like it's for everyone. And Absolutely, it is the best workout. I'm telling the you, bomb. And it's the so bomb. fun. And my isolations are getting solid. Good. <laughs> makes me happy I'm telling you but I I feel like it is something that everyone can do and everybody's gonna have different moves that are easier to them and then you're gonna have moves that are gonna be harder for you Mm -hmm. I mean it's just it's just like anything else it's not just gonna hand itself to you but I had I had no idea it would be doing so much because um I I just really remember when when we were doing twerk during the tour like nobody wanted to do it like it was really kind of like if you were like a technically trained dancer you know it's almost like how it was back in the day with like hip-hop you were technically trained dancer doing hip-hop was like mm, not really showcasing all of your skills you know so you know twerk was kind of you know similar um but I you know I'm, I'm appreciative that the the culture of music <laughs> encourages <laughs> twerking like what else are you gonna do to back that ass up like what are you going to do? You know, you can't damn do the Charleston to it. You're going to have to damn <laughs> drop it like it's hot, you know? Yeah, your body wants to do it. And like, you know, I said, I don't, I, I'm like a rock and roller. Like, I, you know, yeah. people wouldn't associate it. But even um, Mastodon had a video yeah. with twerking mm-hmm. and Lux ATL, who yeah. I know, you know, she does at your studio sometimes. Mm-hmm. She twerked in the, and they're like a metal band. So Absolutely. It is crossing genres. And like, it is. I can twerk t- to rock music just as yes. much as I can to hip hop. So it's like Absolutely. just expanding. <laughs> I love it. And you know, Lux yeah. is my bud. I love I Lux. Know. She's great. Uh, like you, she's done a lot for the community. And so people know I'm going to put a link to the 99 Ways to Twerk Yay. Um, in the show notes so, you know, people can go check it out and yeah, check it out. To, you know, maybe- and we got we got twerk support, too. So, I mean, we have a Facebook group. Twerk um, support. <laughs> people need twerk support. You hear me? They need they need, need they need sometimes. help. If you can't figure it out, the tutorial not helping you, you need twerk support. Yeah, we got we got a secret group, you know, no okay. purrs. Cool. No purrs allowed. If they not in, in a twerk stance on a hoop or on a pole in your profile picture, I don't know if we letting you in the group because you might just be in there trying to look at us, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, definitely link them so they can come in and twerk with us. That would be amazing. Yeah, I definitely will. And then I feel like you probably have a lot more things in the works just <laughs> just talking to you. So what's your trajectory moving forward, like for yourself and for your business? Um, hmm. For the business, um, definitely Vertical Joe's as a household name. So I want for when someone is, say, maybe trying something new, that people are like, oh, you, oh, you're going to try kill yourself aerobics. Oh, like vertical Joe's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they, I, I want everybody to kind of start to relate certain things to vertical Joe's or you should go to vertical Joe's or oh, I heard vertical Joe's does that or that sounds like something vertical Joe should do. I want it to be like a household name just in general so that whenever people visit Atlanta, they want to, you know, stop by, you know, Vertical Joe's. And um, 
within Vertical Joe's, I would like for each of my instructors to have their own, you know, presence and their own brand behind them um, to where people like love the studio, but they're like a supporter of the different ventures of each of the instructors. All of my instructors are like stars, you know I what love I mean? your instructors. I follow uh, them all. I follow I, them I, all and like... I love them and they, and they, yeah, they treat the studio like it is their own, you know, and they, they run me raggedy on what we should be doing and what we should not (laughs) be doing. So I just, I want everybody to be able to, you know, to know that they're their own personality. So that's definitely what I want to do with the studio. And I have this big vision for a dream studio, um, where, you know, we have the pole space, um, we have the dance and fitness space, the hot hot yoga and got a got a barber and a braid shop in that mug got a lounge got a jacuzzi i mean it's gonna be off chain it's gonna be off chain okay so dream studio is gonna be be popping off so um yeah i mean an atlanta destination for sure people would absolutely just for that you know what I'm saying? I need I need that to happen. I need to still and open up like the Mercedes Benz Stadium, but you know I'm <laughs> I, I'm I'm willing to compromise that part. But it's it, it's in my mind. I want it to happen. Um. So yeah, that's that with the studio for me. Um. For me personally, at the time when I started um polling, I I wanted to actually um pursue like a career in broadcasting and uh, communications. Um. I wasn't sure which avenue I wanted to go because I didn't exactly want to be like. A news anchor or something but then you know when I was younger like VJs are really popular like you know with MTV and BET I always wanted to be like a VJ but in the video shows that like kill themselves and it was like no real platform for those kind of personalities so I'm actually kind of um enjoying that now I've had more of the opportunity to like MC at like poll events and things like that so I feel like it's kind of of going full circle so yeah for myself personally I would like to do more with um with communications um I want to improve you know myself personally because now that you know the studio is running is doing its thing I'm able to you know train again and you know just kind of better myself and you know I'll I'll be 40 soon so when I hit 40 I want to be like that butt naked 40 year old with you know, the, the six pack and standing on my head and, and all of the magazines today, like this lady is 40 and look what she's yes. doing. Like she's, you know, she's like amazing. So I want that. Um, I'm also studying a few different languages. Oh. Um, yeah. Cause I, I love training. Um, and it's been hard for me to commit to studying with the studio, but like now it's lightening up. I'm trying to get my habits back together um, so that I can really focus, but it's so many more opportunities out i've been doing a lot of teaching um for like expo um and they've been you know sending us out to different places i'm like damn you know if i went on and got this other language under my belt i could you know be doing so you know many more things um that and i feel like um yeah just in general i feel like the the bigger picture is just uh that the household name and just also for the studio and then for me personally being being better being you know smarter more well-rounded uh more fine you know what I'm saying just 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 bad just bad as hell so that's kind of what I'm up to you know personally so I I got a long list of goals so just try to reach them one at a time you know yeah I can tell you're ambitious so I have no doubt that you know you'll get there and they all work together. That's how you get the household name is by getting Absolutely. yourself out there, your name out there, doing Absolutely. The, yeah, all of the trainings, all of the performances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. What, what what about with Pole Parlor? Like what's popping with Pole Parlor? What are you gonna do with her? <laughs> oh, that shall be seen. That's you know what, the communications thing, I'm working on that. I'm getting that okay. under my belt with the podcast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. girl, I kind of started this without any expectations. So yeah. you know well, this- that you're the first person to ask that. I feel like I'm being interviewed now. (laughs) This is not what I signed up for. I'll ask the questions here, Missy. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. No, it's cool. All I want to do is just talk to like bad bitches like you every week and be inspired. And it translates to all parts of my life as well. So not just the pool parlor part. So, Well, that's beautiful because I feel like um, we we don't have a lot of platforms 
um, of this sort. You know, sometimes people just see people on Instagram, you know, doing things and that's that's the only voice that they have. Um, so I feel like it's great, you know, um, having, you know, blogs and, um, you know, podcasts. And I, I feel like our um, our magazine medium is really low right now, too. Yeah. Like people aren't reading so much. People are not reading. And I feel like um, I know making publications are pretty expensive as well. Yeah. But w- without it, you know, it's, it's still not a place for, you know, people to have like a voice. So I, I think that uh, that this is like really cool. So thanks, Mama. And we also we had um, I just remember because we had Nikki St. John on. Nikki Bud. Yeah. Yes. And are you guys doing something that's like video oriented that like yes, I just uh, feel like with pool. <laughs> You know, you can write about it, mm-hmm. but there's something about, and 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 there's definitely validity to that. But you know, yeah. one of the reasons I started this podcast because I just feel like there's so many other mediums that can be covered, and like Absolutely. I want to like talk with people and have them yeah. react and get a better sense of like who are all these people in the community. Yeah. And then yeah. I think that there's like this unexplored video platform mm-hmm. out there of mm-hmm. people creating content. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. that sense, are you allowed to? Are you able to talk about anything with that? Well, I can only say a little bit because it's full out. That's like Nikki's project, okay. so I gotta let her drop she the gave, dime. She on gave it. you a shout out on the that you were working on it. So yeah, let's not spill any beans okay. here, but maybe a little teaser. Yeah. Well, let me just say this, Nikki. Nikki, she. I believe that the first poll class she took was with me. But Nikki, Nikki is one of those young ladies that she, when she has your back, she will have your back forever. And when I tell you, I went through some hard times with Nikki and she was there, like there for me the entire time uh, to pick me up. And she kind of went into hiding for a second. And then when I looked up again, she had blown up pole dance (laughs) nation, aerial nation. I was like, who is this girl? That's my friend. Wow. I'm so honored. Um, But yes, Nikki is a very um, talented actress. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like Sometimes when people aren't putting you on in the speed that you need to be put on, then it's time for you to put yourself on. So Nikki is uh, doing some amazing things in L.A. Um, where uh, we filmed some webisodes uh, together Holy that God. were yeah written very well. Um, they were hilarious to shoot. Um, and I, I can't wait for you all to to see them because she's, she's super talented. And um, sometimes you just think a, you know, a young lady with a face like that and a body like that is just good to look at, you know, but she has full out talent. So yeah, I'll just say that um, we twerked in some public places in LA um, and caused quite a disturbance (laughs) and it's all on, on film. (laughs) I'm going to share it as soon as, as soon as she shares it, I'm putting out there. Can't wait to see you guys. (laughs) Yes, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Um, awesome. Okay, so let's jump into the the standard questions that I ask everyone because I'm super curious to know. Okay, who is Firestarter's pole crush? <laughs> My pole crush. <laughs> My pole crush. Yeah. My pole crush is Cleo the Hurricane. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Um, but not because of the pole. Okay. Be- because there are a lot of people that if, if I had to just pick a crush off a pole, that would be very hard to do because it's so much like nice and sexy and fun out there. Cleo Cleo's my pole crush because she's so self-made. You know, mm-hmm. I I met her years ago in Texas and she was asking me a bunch of questions about like DVDs and branding and how do I know this and how did I know that? Like she totally like picked my brain. And at the time she didn't have any DVDs. She didn't have rock and pole. She didn't have websites. She didn't have instructors. She didn't have any of that. And, uh, you know, she's a, she's a artist. She's a musician, but she's also pole talent. But then you blink your eyes and she is taking her brand through the roof, you know, and then, then she turned around, she get pregnant, you know, <laughs> and you know, nor- normally, you know, and she 
get pregnant in the you can just say bye-bye to her because she she not going to be back no time soon and somebody else going to climb up in whatever spotlight she feeling because they usually don't know what to do once they get pregnant. It is the, the world end when you get pregnant, right? <laughs> Look, Cleo, Cleo get pregnant. She bring on these instructors. Mm-hmm. She take her whole game, you know, up another 10 notches. So for me, my pole crush has to be able to pole. Um, she has to be, you know, a, a pioneer, but she also got to be a businesswoman. Like I'm just so much, uh, it, it takes so much more to fascinate me. And I'm totally, you know, fascinated by her. She's, she's very sweet. You know, she's not bitchy. Um, you know, she has her, you know, you're going to have your own little bit of like, you know, ego or, you know, whatever kind of thing. Yeah. You got, yeah, you got your, your personal (laughs) sass, but you know, because she's dope and she knows that she's dope, but I really, I really like, um, Cleo or, you know, anyone who can, you know, like I said, survive what she, you know, what she's been through is like going from international, you know, territory, then, you know, coming to the U S and then transitioning, to become established in the U.S. from, you know, Australia and then moving. And then you survive having a baby girl. <laughs> you my crush, child. You my crush. So, well I, I, yeah, I love I love Cleo. Um, I know a lot of people crush on her, but I think I crush on her for different reasons. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Very admirable. She's she's super rad. And there was not you're right. There wasn't like any blip within her. No. Within like rock and pole or anything. And I saw she's starting to get on the pole again. So she is. She is. And 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 she's she's pulling in even more people now because, you know, she she's been pregnant and now she's going from the bottom up again. And she was so yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like so many people are, you know, eating that for breakfast. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) When she when she got pregnant, I was like, oh my god, Cleo's pregnant. Then you know, just even her gaining weight is looking like, oh my gosh, she's fat. Yes, you know what I mean. It's like yes, yes. So you get to watch her like struggle, and, and she like, already looks amazing again. Yes. So oh <laughs> testament oh to pole. God, yeah, absolutely. And she, you know, she went to the gym and just just everything. I feel like it's um she has a beautiful um story and like I said, talent and business. Mm-hmm. That's like my shit. Package. Yes. So yeah, love Cleo. Awesome. And so how would you like to see the pole community evolve over the next five years? Um, over the next five years, the evolvement of pole. Mm. Okay. So I feel like I feel like it's it's a bunch of lane creating that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. So I would like for people to not be shocked when they see pole. I want them to become desensitized to it. Like the word bitch and violence, you know, like how people just are, you know, they kind of look, you know, past it because I feel like that's the only way that for those who want pole to be more sport, people have to get used to seeing it and not feel offended by it you know so I feel like yeah we we can be sporty um or if we want to be sexy we can be sexy or if we want to be uh like like we know how we can't get like a pole dance reality show or Mm -hmm. a pole dance game show or a pole dance competition show like I want I want people to see poles so much more or if you were at a gym and they had poles there like people aren't staring because it's pole dancing going on like I I want it to just become more visible so that it's not as shocking so that we can take on the forms that yeah. that we want to like everybody's not for it to say for the olympics or that kind of thing but if it if if those people want that the only way for it to happen is for people to get get used to seeing us you know um like i love that you know we do the pcs classic you know i mean the pcs event in at the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic mm-hmm. each year. Arnold, yeah. Yeah, and, like, the first year, it was so much, like, whispering and people looking at us crazy. Or, like, I could even hear people, like, when they walk past, the like, the pole stage, they're like, oh, my God, pole dancing. Like, are they serious? Are they serious? But now, you know, with us going, the you know, the last couple of years, 
you hear a difference. Like people are like, oh, oh, Poland, like, oh, yeah, they were here last year. Like, they're really good. So it, it's changing um, because they keep seeing it and it's more visible. They're not they're not shocked by it anymore. Um, so I, I feel like it, it, it's it's something pole wise for every artist to be, you know, proud of and to embrace no matter what your style is. So I just feel like we just need to keep pumping the visibility of it. Stop, don't hide, you know, don't be shy, you know, don't be in the pole closet, you know, let people know we're here. This is what we do. And I feel like we'll be able to, um, to, to do more, but cause like, I mean, we're already like, of course, all the music videos and stuff have pole dancers. All movies gonna have a pole scene, but it's always in a strip club, mm-hmm. you know, which which continues to keep us in in one dimensional. Um, you see it on the reality shows. Um, you, I would like to see it in more um, more sports that seems to give it the bigger respect. Um, and even with the you know kids like pole dancing and stuff, I know some you know fathers are mortified if they see their daughter mm-hmm. you know with a pole. You know, maybe we just turn that thing sideways for right now horizontal and then once they over 16 you turn it vertical (laughs) (laughs) and then you know at least at least it's something that you know they'll be a bit more familiar with and they won't be as shocked you know but yeah i'm tired of them acting shocked every time they see a pole i know and it's so true and i feel like we have to be conscious of not just because i think the reaction to that was a lot of people were like well let's just push it for fitness and let's just push it you know for the athletic component because that's less shocking to people it's still shocking to them yeah it's still (laughs) shocking you know which is crazy um so it's like this i guess it's okay let's get people to see the fitness aspect of it so it's not so shocking but like let's not dismiss that there is still like the club aspect to it or the sexy aspect to it too it's like we have we sh- can't like negate that aspect of it just to to get rid Absolutely of that not. stigma. I think it's the exposure. I think it's exactly what you said. People yeah. seeing like you know just just keep shoving yeah. it in their face. You keep shoving their face. <laughs> they're gonna eat it. Get out of that closet. <laughs> they're gonna eat it at some point. Yeah, that's what I think needs to happen. I agree. It's for it's for the for the highest good of all of us. And so what do you have? We kind of talked about this already, things that you have coming up. You've talked about the certification and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But is there anything else you can share with us that, like, I think you're going to be a pole expo? Yeah, yeah. I am um, definitely going to be a pole expo. Um, the class is it's already sold out, so I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. We are launching um, a class called Twerk It Low. Um, which is all about the, the floor based twerks. Um, so that's going to be really fun. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, also we're, we're launching the first PCS qualifier in Atlanta, um, Georgia. Yeah. So it's called the Georgia pole fitness classic. Um, it's in October it's in Atlanta. Um, and the winner gets to go compete in the Arnold's. We're super excited. Um, we have like a big venue that has like an indoor pool. Um, like it's going to be nuts. Vertical Joe's is definitely going to perform. Um, we have a lot of, you know, special guests, you know, coming in and we've already, um, sucked in a bunch of great competitors. So I'm just super excited about that. Um, cause that's kind of like our leading, you know, pole, pole convention is going to be in Atlanta next year. Yeah, I was just so. going to mention like pole con, which was in Texas this past year, but I mm-hmm. saw that it's in Atlanta next year and I'm already planning my trip. I'm already planning my, tr- I hope you have that super studio done by then because I Oh wanna- my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I have already, um, sent, uh, Colleen so many ideas. You know, when we got to pole con this year, and we saw the ad, the ad for Polcon Atlanta is us. It's Vertical Joe's in the ad. And it was like, they come in like, we got to do something. So we're already planning like craziness, which is another reason why the, um, like the Georgia Pole Fitness Classic is so important because we have to make sure that Georgia is ready to, uh, jo- Georgia has a different outlook on pole dancing they don't really know what a pole convention is like if you look at the presence of people from georgia that are at expo and pole con it's very low like they know pole for strip clubs you know and that's what a lot of people know um so we we really are figuring it's our duty to bridge that gap so that they know that hey this is a pole convention you need to 
come and get some of this. So that's going down. Um, more twerk technician trainings, um, for sure. We're putting together a tour for that. Um, I'm emceeing um, Titans of Pole, um, which okay. is in D.C. It's a pole competition. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's going to be pretty dope. Actually, it's, it's Jessalyn's competition um, in D.C., so I'm super excited about that. Um, I just did the instructor's training for um, expert, um, the spinning pole uh, training, and then they also have a flexibility flow. I had a great time. Um, we did the training. T- I did like four days in London at the Expo Development Center. Um, so that was really dope. Um, we are um, assisting. Um, Bad Kitty is launching some new clothing um, that is going to require some of our um, shapes and peaches um, <laughs> in it. So we're super um, excited about that. It's just it's just a lot of um, great things going on. But for the most part, I feel like the biggest things are definitely um, upcoming competitions, um, dropping some new stuff at at Expo, um, Pocon on the way, and uh, what else? Did we just dropped. We just dropped. Um, a series of classes called H2O that's um, being done by um, one of our instructors named Archer. She debuted at Polcon. I'm but obsessed it's a- with her, by the way. <laughs> yeah, go I hope she listens and she knows. <laughs> Archer, she's obsessed with you. Yeah, she's so it, it's, good. <laughs> it's, it's a tarp-based class with like water, like flow oh, work and water. I saw her um, post a oh, video of that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm creeping on her. I just oh telling you. <laughs> it's so much fun. And then like she's um, you know, we recently did the liquid motion certifications um as well. So listen, liquid at our studio has just been <laughs> nuts. I send Jen all the dirty videos all the time. Like, look at what we're doing with liquid motion. So, so it's that just- is liquid motion kind of adjust the H2O is kind of doing the liquid motion on a tarp with like water or what? Well, we did we did um, we did a tarp dance in a, a show called Sexy Circus like about four years ago, and it was all of the Vertical Joe's instructors, um, and it was like a floor work dance. And actually, Archer is the one who choreographed the dance. Um, so it was a bunch of us on a big tarp, and it was like the finale routine. So if you think about our floor work development four years ago versus now, so. Um, we were planning to launch these classes, but we was like, damn, you know, where are we going to go? It's going to let us down, have tarps and water. And, blah, blah, blah. and we was like, hey, why don't we just go ahead and do it? The worst they can do is say no. And I'm like, well, you know, this is going to be you doing this because I don't want to do this because then people are going to think that I don't want to do it. You're going to do it. So when she was like, OK, you know, this is my thing. I'm ready. I can do it. So what happens is when you when you have done liquid motion it changes the way you move all together. those who don't know what liquid motion is, it's a certification program by uh, Jenny Janover. Janover. Um, and it's like a certification, just like becoming a twerk technician. And it's like a body movement. Yes. Yes. And um, Jen, I actually am one of the first people to harass Jen to do a training for this because I was like, I would be the first one to, to buy it. And so her first training, she did it at, at Vertical Joe's. Um, nice. So I met Jen years ago. But yes, it is the epitome of floor work. Like we're the epitome of yes. twerk. She is the epitome of floor work. Carmine Black is certified in it for those who follow her and know how like she moves yes. gorgeous. So Yes, yes. So um, Carmine Black was in my graduating class as well. Ah. My bud, <laughs> that's my bud. Um, so, so yeah, we, um, that liquid influence, you really can't help yourself because now your, your floor work starts to merge with it. So it's funny because Archer was already doing the class, but we're teaching liquid motion. And she's been doing liquid motion with us. So it starts to all kind of cross over. So it was funny because we ended up posting a video of Archer on the tarp. And Jen ended up commenting herself and was like, now that's liquid. And it was like, (laughs) oh, my God. You know, it was just crazy. So, yeah, that I feel like that's going to be really a lot of fun. And um, I'm looking to hopefully if Colleen gives us the green light. Uh, we're looking at doing that at Polcon in Atlanta. And I also asked about um, a twerk class with live music. Oh, um, that would yeah, be Yeah, yeah, twerk class with live music, I think it would be, like, super dope. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, super excited. So you're working on just a few things. You have just a few things in the pot right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> quite a few. Yeah. Quite. I'll put all those in the show notes for people who like can't keep up. So you can go check it out there along with the, all your social media. Vertical Joe is just where you are everywhere. So you can search yes. it. Yeah. Very, very easy. Very, um, very convenient. Vertical Joe's everywhere. And um, how to twerk. Nine, nine, nine ways to twerk. It's kind of everywhere too. Yeah. Oh, okay. So taking up so much of your time, but before I let you go, mm-hmm. before I unchain you, um, can you leave us with an empowering message or quote? Uh, episode, anything to leave us with? Well, my empowering message would be, um, I encourage everybody to be yourself. Um, I know you hear that a lot, but I feel like people think that the only way to get uh, noticed in this industry is to duplicate someone else and do a competition. And hopefully you get, uh, you know, picked up by someone amazing. Um, it takes a lot more. Be yourself. Um, be be honest with yourself and do things for the love of it as opposed to the money. Because if you do it for the love of it, the money um, will come. And my um, <clears throat> amazingly brilliant, profound uh, statement for you is that if you have a crack, I can make it clap. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. There's Thank hope you for all of us There's out there. All, of you. All, you need is, all you need is a crack. Okay. You got a crack. You good now. If you ain't got no crack, I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing for you. I can't. I can't help you. We all have cracks. So that means we all have potential. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. It was so fun talking with you today. I had a ball. It was awesome, especially you're so great to look at. Like, I, I didn't know you're going to have the red hair and the animal print and the uh, pole in the background. See, most people That's, just listen to this. They don't get they don't know these details yeah. from the YouTube well, sure, video. Hold on. Let me let me get my phone, honey. Let me get a picture. Let me get a <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Pole Parlor podcast. Want more? Visit poleparlor.com for show notes and to link to the Facebook group where you can connect with other poleaholics and continue the conversation. Listen to past episodes and subscribe to new episodes on the website, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Lots of love, babes. Thanks for listening.